This podcast is supported by Alcon, maker of the Restore Toric 2.5 with Active Focus Optical Design. Welcome to another edition of the Informed Consent Getting to Yes podcast, where top ophthalmologists talk about their treatment approach and tell us how the words they use with patients get them to accept their recommendations while still covering the pros and cons. I'm your host, Marguerite McDonald of the Ophthalmic Consultants of Long Island in Lindbrook, New York. Today's topic is omega-3. Each of our guests will tell us why they believe in it and how they communicate its value to their patients. With us today are Dr. Frank Bucci, Medical Director of Bucci Laser Vision Institute in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. My pleasure. Nice to be with you. Dr. Sherry Rowan, Medical Director of N-Vision Eye Centers in Newport Beach, California, is also here. Thank you, Marguerite. And finally, we're pleased to have Dr. Alice Epitropoulos, founding partner of the Eye Center of Columbus and clinical assistant professor in the Department of Ophthalmology at Ohio State University. I'm anxious to hear each of your thoughts on how omega-3 helps alleviate dry eye and how you use it in your practices. Thank you, Marguerite. Thank you for having me. Frank, you're an expert on many, many things, uh, one of which is omega-3s. So tell us a little about your background, your history with omega-3s, how you got interested, what your thoughts are about the best formulations. Well, it really started, I think, almost 10 years ago when the principles of PRN, uh, Physician-Recommended Nutraceuticals, came to me and said they had this uh, nutraceutical that could... uh, change the uh, composition of the mybum in your in your mybomian glands and would significantly improve dry eye. I actually didn't really believe it in, in the beginning. And then I, I saw some data and talked with them and then started actually using it as a supplement. So I have almost like, like something like 10 years of experience. So along the way, I've done more research and looked at the literature and really uh, anecdotally, it kind of overwhelms you how well your patients do especially just a little sidelight, especially with something like lipoflow, where you open the gland up and now you have this better quality vibomian secretion coming out. And then how it's helped, you know, uh, gain success with those demanding uh, refractive surgery patients, both LASIK and and, uh, and uh, implants. Actually, uh have been interested in nutritional products for a very long time, since medical school. This is Sherry Rowan. I've always researched what we could do to supplement our health with uh, supplements. And for now that I became an ophthalmologist, I started concentrating more on what we would need to do for eye health. And as I was doing research and uh, trying to deal with the problems of dry eye, I came across uh, literature about omega-3 way back in uh, mid-2000s and ran into some uh, people from PRN Omega-3 who basically educated me about the triglyceride form of omega-3 versus what we might get uh, in most of the other places. We published an article in uh, September's issue of uh, Cornea uh, demonstrating that oral consumption of reosterified omega-3 fatty acids experienced a statistically significant improvement in terosmolarity, um, symptom scores, uh, an improvement in the quality of tear film uh, as evidenced by an improved tear breakup time. 
um, along with um, increased omega-3 index levels. And then we also noticed a, um, a reduction in MMP9 positivity. Well, um, this landmark paper uh, from September of 2016 in Cornea has uh, garnered a lot of positive attention from around the world. And um, the, the effect of the omega-3 showed up very quickly, didn't it? It did. Uh, you know, we, we, noticed, we noticed an improvement in the omega-3 uh, index levels from baseline uh, at uh, 12 weeks. Uh, we also noticed um, an improvement in tear osmolarity as early as six weeks, and uh, symptom scores improved um, a little bit after um, our objective uh, signs improved at 12 weeks. And, um, you know, I think that uh, we see that often, that we notice an improvement in objective signs of dry eye, whether it be tear osmolarity or MMP9, prior to patients actually feeling better. So I think this helps with compliance, you know, that if patients see that their numbers are improving, even though they might not be feeling better, they're likely to continue that therapy. I totally agree. When you find someone who is in for a, a cataract evaluation and you've empowered your techs to show you the data or bring you in early when they detect that there is significant dry eye, do you you cut off the exam, put them on treatment, bring them back later, and, and say, we're going to finish the rest of your evaluation when your eye is healthy? And if so, how long do they have to be on treatment, including omega-3s, before you bring them back? Well, I, um, I typically complete my exam. Um, I you know, get some baseline measurements, uh, topography and um, biometry, and I do their full dilated exam, go over informed consent, and again, I have a discussion. If they are dry, then I will put them on treatment, um, usually an immunomodulator and an omega-3. And if they have significant meibomian gland dysfunction, uh, then I will recommend a lipoflow thermopulsation treatment. And then bring them back after about a month um, to repeat their measurements. I think Dr. Bucci wants to comment on your study in cornea. Having seen the data through the years and, and, and seeing the uh, anecdotal data and now being followed by last year's publication in cornea when that, that particular formulation, that three to one uh, EPA to DHA uh, formulation, which is now patented um, in, a, in a multi-center study had significantly uh, improved uh, outcomes in, in dry eye, five different outcomes. So that was kind of the crowning jewel on what you know, many of us knew was happening. So the, uh, tell us about the three to one formulation and how they arrived at that, the conclusion that that was the best ratio. Well, it's uh, three to one uh, EPA uh, to DHA. So three EPA to one DHA and um, as you know, we've, we've always been with uh, Restasis and various other formulations and knowing how even steroids can temporarily help dry eye, that there is a strong inflammatory component to dry eye. So it kind of made sense since the EPA, EPA is the, is the ingredient in omegas that is specifically anti-inflammatory. And I like to say that DHA is kind of like a neurological support. And that, that's another little sidelight why, uh, why omegas also help against macular degeneration has a lot to do with that DHA in there also. So I, I think 
uh, no one knew what the magic formula was, but uh, the the 3-to-1 was based on the idea that uh, there's a strong uh, component of uh, inflammation as the etiology of, of, of actually both kinds of dry eyes, both uh, aqueous dry eye and operative meibomian gland dry eye, there is a significant inflammatory component. And the various formulas differ somewhat in bioavailability, isn't that correct? That's the key distinction. Um, that and this is this is a part of my my getting to yes with patients. I try to show uh, tell them this very quickly because they've gotten to the point that they all heard that omegas are good for you. Um, uh, then I then they say, well, why should you know? There's I, there's 25 omegas over at the drugstore, and I tell them, you know, 24 out of 25 are going to be this thing called an ethyl ester omega three. And then I tell them, let me just give you the quick, real, true story. Over in Norway, the fish are squeezed and you get the oil. And the whole world's contaminated with PCPs and mercury and no one can ingest that oil. So what do they have to do? They process it and it's processed in an alcohol distillation. And what happens, that original molecule, which is glycerol with three fatty acids, that's what makes it an omega-3. That's what it, it gives you all the health benefits, and it lowers cholesterol and lowers triglycerides and helps joint pain. And so when you do the alcohol distillation, um, this molecule called ethanol comes in and replaces the glycerol. Now it's not a natural molecule. I said, and, and, but if you go to the biochemistry book, it still says it's, a, it's an omega. It's an ethyl ester omega. So the company's not wanting to spend the money to do this thing called, and I tell them it's a big word, re-esterification. I said, all that means is you kick the ethanol out and put the glycerol back. I said, that's what PRN does. And they do that, and now you're back to the original molecule. It's purified, and it's concentrated. And I said, it's not magic why this works and the others don't. It's because it will be bioabsorbed much better, three to one to five to one in various studies, and it'll reach blood levels and get to target tissues and make the good things happen. And that's why your dry eye gets better and why you can prevent macular degeneration and why the cholesterol goes down and why the triglycerides go down and why your joint pain uh, is better. Sometimes I'll, I can go into a little bit more detail. I can slow down and fill in, fill in a little more information depending on their education level and, and how much they can absorb. So you kind of, they're a sponge looking for information and you dish it out and you can see whether they're absorbing it and understanding it. So you know that uh, encouraging patients and giving them a reason to do something increases compliance. This podcast is supported by Alcon, maker of the Restore Toric 2.5 with Active Focus Optical Design. Sherry, how do you quickly explain to a patient? Uh, why you want them on a specific formulation. If they say, oh, I'm already on it, doc, you know, um, I just get whatever's on sale. Um, how do you impart the importance of a specific formulation in a way that they can understand? It's interesting because everybody who is on omega-3 will say exactly that. I'm already on it. And then I'll say, well, how many milligrams are you taking? And how? what's your EPA and DHA dose? And what's your, is it a triglyceride form? And they have no idea. 
So then I say, well, literature has shown that we require a certain amount of supplementation to achieve the endpoint. And I'll cite the multicenter trial where this uh, omega-3 from PRN was actually a triglyceride form, was actually studied and shown to be the only one to date that has been in a multicenter trial to prove that uh, it improves the OSDI, uh, that's the symptomatic index for a patient, uh, their tear film breakup time, their vision, their MMP9 goes down. Uh, there's a, a lot of things that it does. And so patients say, oh, okay, so that's now it's evidence-based, and they can go right, they'll just actually switch for me. What if they say, oh, doc, I eat fish a lot. Uh, two meals a day I eat fish. How do you answer that one? Well, sometimes, believe it or not, that they, they do get a lot of omega-3. There is a, a, a test you can do for your patients to see if they're complying with what you want them to do. It's called omega-quant. And they can, you can find out how much omega-3 is in their system. And when I did mine, it was pretty high just from the fish. So I supplemented a little. Maybe I'll say, well, you might only need two a day instead of four a day. So we can utilize that to help monitor uh, what they take, how much they need, and we can know what their progress is. We can also try a few extra a day and see if their symptoms improve. And then we can say, this is probably a better way for you to uh, have more of what you need, of what the specific EPA-DHA combo you need available for your dry eyes. I started out with four capsules a day, and that seems to have uh, helped me achieve what I want for most of my patients. Some patients come in, as you say, who eat tons of fish. Uh, they might only need two a day. Some people have a hard time tolerating omega-3, so maybe we'll try two a day for them, one in the morning, one at night, or maybe just two. So sometimes we just need to get a little bit in. But I was astounded with how many people actually showed improvement in their symptoms by going on just that even for the first six weeks. What do you say when, when they comment, uh, but doctor, I get fish burps when I take omega-3s. I said, this new kind, this kind I'm talking about, this uh, you know pure triglyceride that's gone through reesterification, the product I'm showing you, it doesn't give you the fish burps where the ethanol, the ethyl ester gives you the fish burps, but because of the ethanol, not because of the fish oil. I said, the last time you had a big swordfish dinner or salmon dinner, did you start burping and belching? And they go, no. And I said, see, it's good. So fish oil doesn't make you burp and belch. It's this, it's this ethanol. And they'll try to use tricks like making a thick coating and or put it in the refrigerator first. And all that does is prevent it from digesting at the proper place anyway, and that will reduce bioavailability even more. So I said, this is a, you know, a natural form. It's a natural molecule. Uh, Mother Nature made your body knowing you were going to eat fish. It accepts this molecule, and it will increase the absorption into your blood system. I'd like to know whether you tell patients to split the dosage, or can they take all the omega-3 pills at the same time? I say the classic is two at breakfast, two at dinner. But I don't want you to think if you missed your two in the morning, you can't take more than two at night. And I then tell them, you know, this stuff's so good. I really, I just want you to get four a day in with food. You want to take four with a big breakfast, fine. Four with a big dinner, fine. You want to do one, one, two, that's fine. Just get it in there. It's so, so great. I've done it both ways. We first started out splitting it 
And then some people came in and said, well, I take four at once. And I said, you don't have any problem? And they go, no, it's fine. So a lot of people just want to get their dosage over with and because they don't remember. A lot of people can do things in the morning and they forget to take things at night. So in the morning, they have a routine. So if they can get all four in, they'll take all four. And if not, they'll do the two and two later. Well, this has been a fascinating discussion. Does anyone have anything else to add? There's always a cost issue with a certain percentage of patients. So I try to break it down where I'll say there's 25 uh, ethyl ester companies and there's only, there's three, you know, of this uh, pure triglyceride. There's uh, Nordic Naturals, which is maybe $68 a bottle on average for 120 and Icelandic is $63 a bottle. Uh, for 120, and PRN's about $44 uh, per 120. So, so, so I say, you know, here, here you're getting, you know, the really superior product, and that's what a dollar 18 cents a day. I, I think, I think, I say pill for pill, dollar for dollar. The preventive medicine involved in besides what it's going to do for your dry eye and prevent macular degeneration. You know, it's worth it. And so, I, you know, I'm getting, again, you want them to be compliant. You want them to feel like they're getting their money's worth. And I think we have certainly gotten our money's worth today. Thanks to all of you. And thanks for listening. Remember to keep an eye out for the next edition of Informed Consent, Getting to Yes. Yes.